The countdown starts. Four, three, two, one. This is Rachel, and welcome to the podcast version of Competition Countdown. Founded in 2017, Inside Voices has quickly generated a following in just a few short years. The group was originally founded on a whim by a small group of friends who had sung together at Bowling Green State University to compete in the first Varsity Vocals International Competition of Acapella, or the ICA Open. After the competition, some of the members decided to stay together, and open auditions were held to fill in for those that left. Since that time, the group has been evolving into its current form, an 11-member vocal powerhouse specializing in blending rock, pop, Broadway, and classics into a unique acapella experience. They're heading back to the Open on August 10th, and we are thrilled to welcome them back to Competition Countdown. Hey, Atan and Michael, how are you of Inside Voices? How are you guys doing? We're doing well. Yeah, life is good. Mm-hmm. Life is good. Great. So... Um, I know that you guys have competed in the ICA Open, ACA Open, whatever we're going to call it, um, before. What made you guys decide to go back for more beatings? <laughs> uh, well, hashtag uh, truth hurts. Yeah. Ouch. Oh, I didn't mean it that way. Just... No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I, I think uh, several reasons. Uh, first and foremost, we we like the competitive nature of of the Open. It gives people who are post-grad a great opportunity to not only meet other groups but compete at a semi-professional level and use performance equipment that we don't really have access to here in our hometown of Bowling Green, Ohio. <laughs> uh, so it's it's a very cool opportunity across the board. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. What was your experience like last year and how are you hoping to use the lessons learned in in competing this year? Uh, <laughs> so many lessons learned a lot of year. lessons learned. lots of lessons um, uh pitches are good yeah man uh our our closing number last year was uh the pitch was blown a half step high oh no an accident and, half, and we just went with it well <laughs> half the group started from pitch memory and half the group started from the pitch they heard and so the first about 16 measures were real interesting mm-hmm. it was oh, it was very 20th century. Yeah. <laughs> Lots um, of dissonance layered on top of each other. Yeah, um, we, we actually came in fourth place in the Midwest semifinals last year, and, and a big a big uh, chunk of our score dings were from that, mm-hmm. those first 16 measures of our closer, sadly. Um, and, you know, a lot of it, honestly, was preparation. You know, we had a lot of, we've, we've said, uh, as you said in our intro, we've had a fair amount of turnover in the group over the past couple of years uh it's been evolving and last year we had some some turnover and so we didn't actually get our pieces finished and finalized and we actually didn't finalize our i don't know if i should tell the story but we didn't finalize our choreography until the morning of we had the choreography itself finalized but it wasn't learned (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) it it was still pretty sloppy going into the morning of competition so we spent quite quite a few moments up in our room running through Running through choreography, but mm-hmm. it was it was all for the best. Yeah. So but so, sorry. Some so, lessons. It sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so this year we've had all of our pieces, all of our competition sets uh, much earlier. We've already got all of our choreography down, and we're working on polishing now. Mm-hmm. Cool. Was it difficult for you to choose your set this year? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we had a, a set picked pretty early. And, uh, there, there were, there was some back and forth about, um, our, our opening song. So we, we had a, a middle song picked and our closer picked that it was pretty unanimous. And then a lot of, 
a lot of back and forth for our opener, uh, which has seemed to be the easiest to pick in the past. So that was an odd switch. But once once we settled on it, everybody was on board, and mm-hmm. and we pretty much progressed yeah. very quickly after that. Well, and that was one of the things that we changed uh, with this newest iteration of the group. In the past, we had we had kind of put all of the responsibility on the music directors, mm-hmm. and then with the newest iteration of the group, we had actually spread out a lot of the decision making uh, amongst the members and put more things to to vote and opened it up to more commentary. And so, doing that has really increased the the camaraderie and the spirit of the group because everyone feels like they actually have you know a voice now. Exactly. Absolutely. Do you, is that because of the personalities that have come into the group, or was that something you sort of explicitly sought out as you brought in new members? I think a little bit of both. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, there there were definitely some personalities that maybe didn't mesh as well that have exited the group. Mm-hmm. And in their absence, we, we've definitely sought out people that, that fit with our not only musical styles, but also our ideals and and you know goals moving forward mm-hmm. so we're all we're all relatively on the same page now mm-hmm. and we we kind of move at the same pace mm-hmm. musically and and professionally as yeah. as human beings and we've and we've made it an explicit point to really um, to really make sure that there's buy-in and that there is agreement amongst everyone rather than moving forward where people may have you know reservations mm-hmm. yeah how do you guys bring in new people what was that process like for you at at first when we when we first started holding auditions we we just you know set up an audition day and and did auditions in bulk and at that time that that was the best way to do it because we we had a large amount of people exit so we needed to replace replace voices uh now we were a little bit more selective with with how we do things if somebody leaves we try and fill their voice part but we we haven't really held official auditions for a while other than just kind of inviting people that we think will fit and seeing if they want to follow follow along for the ride yeah yeah Yeah. well it sounds like you you guys do your best to keep creeps out of the group and so we're going to be hearing inside voices do creep originally performed by radiohead but with a little bit of a twist the solo and arranger are michael barlos and the vp is atan smeltzer here are inside voices with creep Hold up, hold up past me. We don't have a license to air music on this podcast. So if you want to hear this interview in its entirety, including all the amazing music that's involved, please go to our website, Acaville.org, and subscribe. Now back to your regularly scheduled interview. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. We have we have fun with that one. It was well, like we uh Michael had said earlier, I when I when he first showed me the arrangement, I was I was not on board. He hated um, it. <laughs> he did not like it at all. It's an exaggeration. I, I had to warm up to it. Um, I had to hear the group sing through it a couple of times. Then it really, now when I listen to the original on the radio, it's too simple. Mm-hmm. It's I've, too, mech- I've messed everything up for you. You did. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> too straightforward for me. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. So as you guys uh, think about this this round of competition, do you know the other groups that you're competing with? Are any familiar to you? Honestly, no. Um, since we're in the virtual region, right. the the national region, it's so interesting because we've connected with a lot of the folks in our area here, in Northwest Ohio, and then some Michigan groups in the rest of Ohio. But um, I know that there's one other group from from Dayton 
uh, who is who is in the virtual region, but the other ones are from you know around the country, and so we hadn't had any prior connection with any of them, and so it's been really interesting. We've been doing a little little recon online, looking and seeing, um, and uh, and I know that a couple of them have reached out to us, and we've you know cross tagged on Instagram and whatnot. Um, so we're looking forward to it. It's it's definitely a different experience being in the virtual region versus going to you know uh, last year we went to what was it Capital University yes. and yep. and you know hanging out with all the groups down there. So it's definitely going to be a different feel. Yeah. What are you excited about that? Is it nerve wracking? How do you feel? I've, I I a little bit of both. I think it's not it's not as nerve wracking because we'll we'll be recording it, so it's not. It's not going to be. It'll still be in front of people. We'll still have a live mm-hmm. audience there for our recording uh, to get as as uh, to get the energy right. as genuine a feel as yeah. possible. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think going to a, a neutral setting and and competing head to head with other groups brings its own type of energy, and we'll mm-hmm. just have have a different type of of flow this year. Yeah. And it's been, and honestly, it's been a bit of a challenge to find a, a venue and, and whatnot, because like I said, we're still a pretty young group. And so we haven't had a ton of opportunity to invest in all of our own supplies, a professional mixing board and mics and all that. And so it's been a kind of a challenge to set all that up for our recording yeah. and not pay, you know, not pay an arm and a leg. Right. Fair. <laughs> so I wonder outside of Moving on to finals and winning the whole shebang, which I imagine would be the ultimate end result. Is there something that you hope to get out of this experience that you feel like would make it a success for you? I mean, if nothing else, I I think recognition from the other groups, from from people that watch the broadcast, from from people in the acapella community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think any any exposure a group like ours can get is positive exposure uh, when we're performing. Mm-hmm. And if we perform at the level that we, we intend to perform at, I think that at least somebody should notice us somewhere. <laughs> Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's the... Not the ultimate goal, but it's definitely one of our, one of our goals is just to... Mm-hmm to get out there and, and have more exposure than we've been able to get locally. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that we, our group carries a message of inclusivity as well. I mean, we have folks of, of varying ages. We have, you know, our youngest members 19 and I'm you know going to be 40 next year. And so we've got a wide age, age range in the group. Um, we have, you know, a couple of, you know, the Danny and, and Michael are, are black. And so we have people of different races. We have a few LGBT members. So we really are very focused on, you know, inclusivity and acceptance and spreading that message as well. Yeah. Do you think that that uh, translates into your rep selection, not just for competition, but more broadly? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's a uh, it's a very eclectic. We do <laughs> yeah. rep. We cast list. a wide net. Yes, uh, we have everything from uh, you know old crooner music to mm-hmm. to current Broadway to mm-hmm. rock to pop Motown. tunes, Motown. Yeah, a little bit of everything, uh, which uh, can be misconstrued uh, sometimes. I think as not really knowing what we're doing, <laughs> but I I think. I think for us it works because we all we all try and include things that everybody in the group likes to do. So we don't we don't have one person picking all of our songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's something that that the group like Atan mentioned before, it's something that 
the group can vote on. Anybody can pitch songs to the group. And that's how we've established a, a rep that's that's as eclectic as it is. Mm-hmm. And we have multiple members of the group who are arranging pieces and who are, who are helping yeah. to teach new members who want to arrange how to do that and mm-hmm. collaborating. Oh, that's so yeah. fun. Is that something that you hope to continue? Do you bring in people with the idea of having them expand the, the abilities and capabilities of the group? Definitely. When we, when we bring folks in, we definitely, you know, see where, where we have maybe, you know, room for growth, potential for growth. And then we, Mm -hmm. we seek people out who have energy that's, that's focused in that direction. Yeah. So, you know, sort of outside of competition, what's next for Inside Voices? What are you guys up to? Well, we've got a few local performances here in Northwest Ohio. Um, there's a in September we're performing an hour set at the Black Swamp Arts Festival, which is a pretty major art festival here in Bowling Green. Uh, it annually draws about a hundred thousand people to the area, which is great. And we got a, a pretty prime spot uh, noon on Saturday on the community stage. Um, we've got a few other things in the works, but we're working on nailing down some things. As I said, we had a lot of um, personnel turnover. Uh, earlier this year. So we had held off on booking a lot of things until we had really solidified those new members and Mm -hmm. allowed them to really gain a lot of the knowledge of our prior rep. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you think that once you feel solid in that, that recording is something that you guys might branch into? Absolutely. That's that's definitely a a next step for us. We, We really want to. Yeah. Do you have sort of earmarked songs that you think are good candidates? Creep in five four. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> we've got some. We've got some things in the works. We're working on. Like I said, we've, we're we're collaborating on a few things that are being arranged right now. So I don't want to. You know, don't want to sizzle beans. too much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> some some real current things. Doing a couple of. And I know it's it's cheesy, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm old, so I like the acapella <laughs> mashups. So I'm working on a couple of those myself now. Awesome! Can't wait. So. Um, sort of talking about um, sort of the Bowling Green area, what is the acapella scene like in Bowling Green? It's actually flourishing. It is. Uh, There for quite a while there, there was almost nothing Mm -hmm. uh, until whenever the Hebe's were formed. Yeah. 2007, the Hebe Bee Gees, which was the BGSU all men uh, acapella group. And I was actually I was actually a charter member of that when I was at Bowling Green State University, cool. and uh, that was around for four years. And then they dissolved. There's a whole thing there. We'll just leave that alone. Yeah, um, and <laughs> they ceased to be a group. And then the same semester that the Heebie-Jeebies uh, dissolved, uh, 1040 Acapella uh, came to be, and there mm-hmm. was about a 80 <laughs> percent same membership. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but from there, even though that was kind of a you know, a messy-ish mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. You transition from group to group. Uh, once 1040 started, it kind of, after a few years, cultivated a, a need for acapella in other areas of the university. Mm-hmm. And two or three other groups started popping up. Now they have four groups on campus that have been around for there several years. Four now? Mm-hmm. And they're, they're really going strong. Mm-hmm. And now, now we have community groups. Uh, mm-hmm. Atan's church has an acapella group mm-hmm. um, through through their choir there. And I think it. I mean, in the Toledo area in general, uh, high school on up, there's a lot of interest in mm-hmm. acapella. Yeah. Now that there wasn't even five or six years ago. Yeah. 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 And so we definitely. Oh, I'll say we definitely want to shout out our friends, uh, 1040 Acapella, the Acoustics. 
tonal eclipse uh, and what's the what's the fourth one? I don't know. And then there's the the fourth one know. at BGSU. <laughs> we know that we actually have uh, in our group we have alums from all the, from the other from those three groups from BGSU. That's awesome. So with sort mm-hmm. of a flourishing acapella scene, are there? Do you think there's opportunities for Inside Voices to do educational programs or collaborate with the other groups that are there? We actually had a meeting the other day with our group, and many of our members expressed interest in in going that route. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'd we'd love to to show kids, uh, you know, high school, middle school, even mm-hmm. elementary school that that when you leave school, you can you can still sing. You can, there are yeah. ways to do it. Even old guys like uh, me. Even old guys like a Tom, <laughs> and he's old. <laughs> Let Thank me tell you, you. Just Thank you, ancient. Well, how many of our members are music teachers? Four, five, six? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Some significant portion. Let's just yes, a significant so, somewhere portion, between yeah. a third and a half of our members are, mm-hmm. are music teachers in various levels of, of public schools. And so the the idea to carry the music out and to really, you know, get that that message out there is really strong in our hearts. Well, I can't think of a better place to end our interview. I wanted to thank uh, Atan and Michael so much from Inside Voices. Thank you for spending some of your time with us. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, it was a pleasure. That was Inside Voices. Best of luck in the competition. Thank you. Thanks. That's it for Competition Countdown. Special thanks to Carter Bennett for editing work. And tune in next time for more awesome interviews with your favorite acapella groups. The count goes on, four, three, two, one...